Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this day from God, our Heavenly Father, and His Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I invite you to join together with me in a word of prayer this day. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you for your almighty love and goodness for us. Help us, Lord, to be continually growing in this love, rejoicing in your grace and living a hope-filled future. And now may these words of this preacher's mouth and meditation of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. The word of God before us this morning is that epistle reading from Colossians 1. If you'd like to, you may have your worship folder turned there, bottom of page 4. We will <coughs> excuse me, make reference to it uh, during the message. Dear fellow redeemed, I will confess to you that in my opinion, preachers and jokes go together about as well as peanut butter and jelly, or perhaps green eggs and ham. And over the number of years, uh, I have been not only a pastor, but before that, just simply a child of God, I have always loved a, a good preacher joke or two or, or ten. And this morning, when looking at this reading in Colossians 1, I'm reminded about a joke I heard many years ago in my first parish from a retired pastor uh, who was a member of that parish. And he also loved a good preacher's joke. In fact, this one joke he told more than once, I could probably recite it along with him. The joke goes something along these lines. A grandfather and a granddaughter loved to spend time with each other. So much so, they would hang out, they would laugh, and they would giggle and so forth. And uh, there was this one day where they were eating Oreo cookies and drinking a cold glass of milk. And the grandfather thought it was about time to do some instruction of God's word, as he would occasionally do in their time together. And, and the grandfather told his granddaughter, five years old, all about the wonderful the news of God's creation, that God has made everyone and everything. In fact, dear granddaughter, he said, God made you, and God made me. The granddaughter sat there for a few moments, seriously pondering what he had said, looking into his wrinkled face, seeing the cane that helped steady him as he walked, and then looked at her own five-year-old hands and feeling her five-year-old face. And she said, Grandpa, if God made you and God made me, don't you think he's doing a better job with me? <laughs> I won't say that next Sunday either. <laughs> but that, that fun little humor gets us into this text and Colossians chapter 1. Because at first glance, it might remind us about that joke because, you know, here was this grandfather saying all these great, wonderful things, all these powerful truths about God creating us. And, and well, then 
he is talking of himself and he's old and wrinkled and feeble and and here the granddaughter is so young and gracious and powerful and and seemingly perfect it makes us ask the question as we hear the apostle paul say all these great wonderful things are you really sure because we hear paul the apostle say all these powerful truths about our life in Jesus Christ. And then we look at the, in the mirror, we see our own lives, we see our many imperfections, we see all of our failings, and we think, how can this be? Are you really sure? So let's take a look at some of these things the Apostle Paul says about us and discuss them a little bit. And we're going to go in reverse order. If you look in your text, bottom of page 4 in verse 14, Paul says that in Christ we have redemption, the forgiveness of our sins. Two critically important words in the language of the New Testament, redemption and forgiveness. Redemption, the, the concept of being bought back, Someone has paid the price for us to no longer be stuck in sin, but to be in our Savior's warm embrace. That someone, of course, is Jesus. We remember what Jesus said on the cross on Good Friday. It is finished. Period. Everything else having been accomplished for us and for our salvation. We have forgiveness. The letting go of our sin. A couple of weeks ago during vacation Bible school, I tried to get the, the kids to ex- do an exercise to try and uh, grab hold of the concept of what it means to forgive or what forgiveness is. And I told the kids to make a, a fist with both hands and to tighten every muscle in their arms and to do that for as long as they could and of course you know it can't last for more than a few seconds because this feels really awkward and and weird and it takes a lot of work and then i said let go of your hands relax them that in essence is what forgiveness is instead of a a tight holding on it is a letting go And so in Jesus Christ, God isn't clenching his fist over our failings. God isn't clenching his fist, ready to shove our faults into our face. Instead, he is letting them go because of Jesus Christ. Are you sure, Paul? (laughs) Rock solid gospel true. Yes, indeed. The second phrase, backing up again, in verse 13, he has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. Now, here is a key concept. We no longer belong to the darkness of sin. We belong to Jesus Christ. Though we are still sinners, though we still are in need every day of forgiveness, we don't belong to Satan anymore. We belong 
to our Savior, Jesus Christ. Many times, Christian congregations, we struggle with three words. Those three words are behave, believe, and belong. And many times, we want to put them in that order. And by behave, I mean like, you know, sit in the right pew, stand at the right time. Don't sit in my pew, sit in somebody else's pew. We want you to know the right language, the right uh, things to emphasize and share. And then maybe we'll start talking about what it is to believe. And after you have behaved correctly and believed the right way, then we will let you feel like you belong. Now, it's very natural for us to think that way. But I would suggest that a careful examination of God's word flips it the other way around. That we, as Christians, who know our Savior, Jesus Christ, who have been washed of his, by his blood, washed of our sins, that we know that first and foremost, we belong. And everybody else belongs. The person who's sitting in this pew this morning for the very first time, to the person who's been there entire lives, everyone belongs because of Jesus Christ. And then let's get into the word of God. What it is that we believe about our Savior, Jesus Christ, what he has done, the impact of what he has done has had upon us. And then we'll worry about the behavior later on the sitting in the right pew, the standing at the right time, knowing the right jargon and so forth. You see, God in Jesus Christ turns everything upside down upon us that in him we know the certainty that we belong because we are no longer in the domain of darkness and sin, but we are now in the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Are you sure, Paul, about this? looking at the cross of our Savior, Jesus Christ? Absolutely, certainly, yes. And the third phrase, backing up one more verse again, Paul says that God the Father has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. A little background about the, the Christians at Colossians here, are, are Colossae, are, is an order. The town of Colossae was not a very well-known town. The folk there weren't the mighty and the powerful. They weren't the famous. In fact, a careful study of the New Testament might give us reason to believe that perhaps the Apostle Paul never even visited them. And yet, they were people. Saints of God, Paul calls them at the very beginning. They were people loved and redeemed in Jesus Christ. In some ways, it makes me think of suburban Bethlehem. We're not really part of the rich and famous. We might even say we're not the Holy Crosses or St. Michael's or Concordia's of our community. 
Although, let me be truthful with you, compared to somebody, we would be, we would be the powerful and the mighty. But the bottom line thing is, is that in spite of who we are, in spite of our background, we are people that God has qualified us to inherit eternal salvation. And that qualification was not accomplished through a test or a quiz. It was not accomplished through a DNA test. It was not accomplished through any kind of mechanism that we would have been able to complete. But it's accomplished because of Christ Jesus. Because of the eternal Son of God who has continually lavished his love upon us. Are you sure, Paul? <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. For we are this loved people of God. And because we are the people of God, there is hope. You may not remember the name Viktor Frankl. Viktor Frankl was an Austrian psychologist who survived the Nazi death camps of World War II. And after the war, he was intrigued by the question, why was it that some people survived the horrible Nazi death camps and some people did not? And his research led him to consider all sorts of factors, health and uh, financial status before the war and um, opportunities given within the camp and how many friends, how many people were they able to associate with in the camps. And none of those factors really happened to have an impact. The one factor that did have an impact, he discovered, was that for those in the death camps, for those who had a powerful vision of hope for the future. For those who had a, a strong sense of even a purpose there amidst the horrible shame and death, their chances of survival were far greater than those that did not. That same theory has been put to the test and has been verified even by prisoners of war in Vietnam and elsewhere. And here you and I, we have a very powerful hope, a hope that is centered in the crucified and the risen Jesus Christ. We have a hope that is living and abiding always. So you and I, we rejoice. We know with certainty that Paul isn't just talking a bunch of babbledygook, but Paul is speaking rock-solid gospel truth. For we are qualified to be inheritors of life. We are members of Jesus Christ. And in Christ, we have Redemption, the forgiveness of sins, always in his name. Amen.